Once upon a time, Kimberly was just going through the motions. Every once in a while, she'd find some happiness, but it quickly faded. She chased every possible way to make money because she thought money was the key to getting the happiness she longed for. Then, one day, she decided she was worthy enough to try a different path. It led her through the dark cave of fear, past the forest of doubts, and to the village of vulnerability. With each step, she trusted herself more. She asked for what she really wanted, and she started to get it. More happiness, more love, and yes, more money. Welcome to the next chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story. Hello, and welcome to this episode, which is episode number three that we're recording July 11th, 2022, catching up on this chapter called More and More. I shortened it, but it's more being more, getting more and more every day uh, of Kimberly's manifesting success story. Welcome, Kimberly. Hey, Cassie. Thanks for having me again. Hi. You're welcome. Let's just dive in because we still have lots to cover. And I wanted to break this into three episodes so that we could really dive last episode into resistance. We could talk, you know, in depth about what we did in the first episode um, and, and really that beingness. So if you missed those two, go back and check out those episodes if this is the first time you're joining us because um, they, they really go in depth. So I would love to hear what's the best manifestation that you've had over the past few months. So <laughs> I wrote a book on this, this one. Um, I, there's just so many. So my trip to Colorado, my vacation that's coming up in three weeks, my job. Um, I think if I had to choose, I would say my job. Mm -hmm. um, it has allowed me to recognize that I want a simple life. I didn't realize that that was possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it showed me that I could have things I wanted for less than I thought I needed. Yes. Um, Okay, pause so, and say, yes. what is a simple life for you? Like, what does that mean? Um, it's not all the things anymore. It's just simple for me is enjoying each, each day mm -hmm. and the experiences that I have. Yeah. The experiences more than the things now. And, and so when you say things, like, do you mean literally filling your house with things or do you mean what you thought it used to take to enjoy an experience was an expensive experience? I think it's a combination of both of them. Actually, mm -hmm. I used to think I had to have a lot of money to do all the things I wanted to do. And in reality, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I actually have found that I, I don't want to fill my house with things anymore. Mm -hmm. There's projects I want to do, but those involve the experience of what that doing that thing will do for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. For example, uh, like the deck. I want deck furniture, but what I'm envisioning is sitting around with my boys and their partners and my husband and the dogs and just talking 
and chatting and laughing. It's the experience of sitting on the deck furniture. It's not necessarily the deck furniture itself. Right. So to put it in the terms of the money and having what you said about, you know, you can have what you want for less, the, the furniture doesn't like, like the cost or what exactly it is or being perfect doesn't matter anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. What does that free up in your life to realize it's about this experience and wanting just this simple life to enjoy versus spending a lot of money on things? It really brings it home that I don't have to chase anymore. Like I really feel like I set down the the chasing chapter, mm-hmm. which that was probably <laughs> well. I, I was going to, from birth, but let's say starting at twenty, um, which I know it was sooner than that. But twenty seven years of chasing, mm-hmm. I can finally lay that chapter to rest. That chapter is closed. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Which is, I would say just, that book is closed and you've set yeah. it down, right? <laughs> yeah. Giving it away. Like, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, tell us about um, this ties into the stuff and the money. Tell us about a new grill, not getting a new grill, all the things. <laughs> uh, yes. That's so funny. Um, I wanted this certain type of grill for the last, I'm going to say two years, last two summers anyway. And um, we happened to my husband's uh, Home Depot card got an increase. And he's like, well, we can go get a new mower and we can get a new grill. And it was like, oh, he's offering me what I wanted the last two summers. And I'm like, no, it doesn't feel inspired. <laughs> so we talked about it and he's like, well, okay, we don't have to. I'm like, maybe next summer. I'm like, the grill we have right now, it works. Um, and this mower, we're halfway through summer. I'm like, it's just fine. We don't have to get it. And it was so funny because I'm like, huh, here I am being offered what I wanted and it's not inspired and it's okay to say no. Yes. It's okay to say no. Say more about that. Well, in the past I would have been like, oh, he's offering. Then I have to say yes. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm finally getting what I want. I can't say no. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I can't say no because I'll be saying no to what I get. I mean, did you have the LOA version? Like, oh, I'll be saying no to the universe. I'll be saying no to all this. In the past, yes, I would definitely yeah. say that. If I said no, then the universe would bring me more of what I really wanted. <laughs> I had to take all this other shit that I don't necessarily 100% want. But if I say no, then the universe might get mad at me and not bring me what I really, really asked for. <sighs> It's so interesting. It's like, no, we don't have to take on all of this. Like by saying no, we are telling the universe what we really, really want. Yeah, it's not, I, no, I don't want a grill. It's I want more money in my savings account, or I want more money in my freedom account or whatever, whatever that means, not having that investment every month. Right. Yeah. I, I, and I actually said that to him. I'm like, you know, I'm like, there's enough that we, because the Home Depot, you can do six months, same as cash, 18 months, whatever. And so I have it mapped out and I'm like, I don't really, it feels better to just pay those things off in those timely manners. And then next summer, if it feels inspired, then yes, let's do it. But I don't really need it this summer. Yes. It, it feels so much better to be able to say no, like I don't have to take everything. <laughs> Yes. And the universe isn't mad at me. Right? The universe isn't mad at you. 
Um, I don't know if you had this, but I think this is one that comes up for people like, oh, you're somehow denying yourself because you're not giving yourself the new grill. I don't feel that way at all. Right. Right. And why don't you feel that way for somebody who might be like, uh, I, I like deserve that. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not do it if I could get it. Like, why don't you feel like you're just denying yourself? Because I am investing in what I want. I am getting the things that I want. Yes. And that grill will still come when I want it. Yes. Absolutely. It feels, yeah, it just feels so different to like you. I I really remember thinking that I can't say no, Mm -hmm. like no wasn't an option. Mm -hmm. So it's like, almost like you didn't have a choice. (laughs) Right. You, right. You did all, you do all this manifesting work so that you can choose and create what you want. But then very often people have that same feeling of, oh, but I can't say no to what I thought I wanted. Right. So weird, right? Because we're trying to create what we want. (laughs) Yeah. So we get trapped in that loop of, oh, but if I say no, then I'm not going to get what I really want. And yet the universe needs clarity. Yes. (laughs) We need clarity and it's okay to fine tune what we ask for. Yeah. The universe wants to bring us exactly what we want. So if it gives us something that we don't want, it's like, oh, okay, you don't want that. So let me give you this instead Mm -hmm. until the universe brings you what you want. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of what you want, I know that something that you've been growing through is like the stories that you tell yourself and like some of the beliefs that you didn't realize you were still holding on to is truth. Um, Like choosing what's true for you. Yeah. Um. So it's, I, it's funny because I, um, I pretty much am my stories like about money, they Mm -hmm. have shifted, but my stories about my health and my age have not. Mm -hmm. And it's, I laugh, but it's not funny, but it it is. Um, I have been joking about, oh, I'm in my, you know, late forties and I'm having hot flashes, you know, that's just what happens. And I'm like, but wait a minute. I just realized I hadn't had a hot flash in over a month and a half. Mm. And then I recently started retelling that story. I had a hot flash the other night. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh-huh. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. So Isn't I'm like, it? well, yeah. So I'm like, well, do I want that to be my truth? That, you know, because you hear, oh, you're late forties, you're getting ready to start menopause or you're whatever. And you're going to have hot flashes and all these things. And I'm like, I don't want to have hot flashes. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, and again, I'm, I'm catching the little things that I've been telling lately, that I didn't realize were a story that doesn't have to be my truth. Right. I can go through the change and be happy and healthy and all the things instead of all the other shit that I was bringing to me, which was hot flashes, a migraine, (laughs) all the things. All based because I learned that telling stories doesn't just apply to manifesting in money. It applies to all areas of my life. Yes. Yes. And we get really good at catching those money stories and we change them. We can start, we can change more stories and more stories. And it's just amazing how many just, how many beliefs, you know, we can 
that we've been believing in stories we've been telling over and over again, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't can... realize I was telling stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because and I laugh because it's funny, but it's not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to explain that any better, but I was like, oh, it's kind of like one of those uh, the, the V8, you know, where you hit yourself in the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. But before, two and a half years ago, your mind was so clouded with so many stories that you couldn't even notice those, right? Right. We had to like shut down all those other stories and write new stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love also that, and again, that goes back to having a coach, because if I had a question, I would have brought it. I caught this one on my own, but having someone, like if I'm telling a story, I have someone who can catch me and say, well, is that the story you want to be telling? Um, and so it just, yeah, I don't, that's not the story I want to be telling. I I'm, <laughs> I'm going through the change and I'm happy and I'm healthy and um, I do what I want. I eat what I want, all the things, whatever my story is going to be, but I'm still working that one out. <laughs> yes. I love it. How about growing through the understanding of honoring your yes and honoring your no? I didn't recognize again, it was during that phase of resistance, um, which seems like a really long phase, but um, <laughs> I, I've said yes to a lot of things the last six months mm-hmm. that I didn't, I didn't stop to give myself the space to see if it actually was a yes. Mm. I did it more out of a, I took the easy road. I just said yes, because it was easy. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving myself and honoring myself the pause yeah, and checking in, am I okay with this? Is this something that I want to do? Um, and then going from there. So now I, I, you know, again, the resistance, I created some things and saying yes to things I didn't necessarily want has also created some life situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I just get to, now that I'm aware of that, again, I get to decide how I, you know, moving forward, there's some things I, I can't necessarily change, mm-hmm. but I get to choose how I feel about it now. Yes. I can write a new story about the situation. Yes. And then also moving forward, I can honor myself and not respond immediately. hmm take a breath, take a beat, whatever, and say, okay, well, is this inspired? Is this a, a hell yes? Um, and honor that versus just saying yes, because it's because yes. easy. And that was not easy. It actually was created things that weren't, weren't fun. Yes. Awesome. Um, So you had a question for me, which I love, and I'm going to tie this back into something as well. You know, you said as a coach, what growth have I seen that you might've missed or forgotten? And I think it is so interesting how we actually want to save that part. Um, You know, you said that, you know, the biggest way that your future self has shown up is in your writing, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. (laughs) So, um, I remember, so we, I wrote a book in three days, Mm -hmm. um, which was amazing. Um, and then the editing, um, 
for it, I don't want to say it became hard, but for me, it did become hard. I mean, it became really hard. <laughs> and then I discovered that I had to write blogs and I had this resistance to that. Um, because I felt like I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. There was a part of me that didn't feel like I could, I could write like that. Um, and I think there's also the fear of, I'm not gonna be able to connect with where my client is right now in this moment. Um, and that has totally shifted because <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm never going to get this. <laughs> I'm never going to get this, Cassie. I think I may have said that several times, probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I set all of that down and I really, my future self has shined through because when I sit down to write now, I am connected to my future clients. I am writing and speaking to them. I am teaching them. Um, what I have learned. I'm not just sharing my story. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of it, but it's, my story is amazing, but I also want to teach people that even though this is my story, these are the steps that you can take to have more of what you want, to have more of the life that you want to have. Mm-hmm. And I just made that connection talking out loud. Yes. Me writing is showing others that they too can have the life that they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Like, oh, that's amazing. And I think that is such what you just shared is this epitome of stepping into your future self. Like when you are that person and you're that person now, but you had to step into her because the person that you were couldn't write a blog post because they didn't know how they didn't know connection. They were, you weren't tapped in to the person who does know. Um, And the place I saw you grow is to shift your focus in and start being the person who knows and who is a coach instead of the person who's trying to get it right. Because so much of your frustration came from not getting it right. And then there was judgment. And then there was all these, this, right. And that takes you so much further because your future self isn't judging her blog post. She's like done, nailed it. Right. Or done. Maybe I need to take another look and just make sure I nailed it. But there's never a judgment if, oh, I, I went off in this story over here. It's like, oh, that doesn't belong here, right? It's more of an energetic check, 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 ooh, delete, check, check, check. Not this like check, check, oh, I screwed this up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's really what I was doing. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there so I a think- a lot of judgment. <laughs> yeah, and that judgment gets in our way, you know, when we're, and sometimes we have to just keep, like you're bumping up against your future self as you were learning those things, right? Like every time you got a line, right? You were stepping more into your future self. But again, we always want it the quick way. We want to be able to write an entire amazing blog post the first time instead of seeing, oh, all right, I nailed the first part of it this time. Uh, The middle, not so great, but I had a great line at the end. Awesome, I'm closer, And instead of putting that focus on the closer, very often like judging that whole middle, putting all the energy on, it's not working and staying the same instead of stepping more and more into our future self. And I think you just came to a moment 
where you stepped into your future self really in a minute. And, and that moment was coming to call. I mean, it was in Colorado. Yeah. It was showing up to an event. And so if you can, I'd love for you to share because we do a lot of work and the work works, you know, we do assignments daily, but there is something different about showing up in person and having to step into. And so do you have any insight about that? <clears throat> this is probably might sound a little strange, but <laughs> I know that I see Cassie on zoom, <clears throat> excuse me, but going to Colorado made Cassie real for me. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't just the space that I've seen through my computer screen for the last two and a half years. Um, so, and I think the whole experience of like, it, it was right out of my script too. Just the whole experience of the hot tub, the swimming pool, the photo shoot, um, working from my iPad, literally, you know, in a whole completely another state. Um, it just, I lived my script those whole three days I just there that truly was a future self experience because I lived my future self script Mm -hmm. all pieces and parts and things that I didn't even maybe trip about was everything was perfect yes way better than I could have imagined for myself even in my script my scripts are pretty awesome Yes, they are. And so that is a huge key about stepping into, you know, when you came and you stepped into, you couldn't help but step in in all the other ways in writing your blog. Um, and so I just want to highlight that for listeners, whether you're going to join Enchanted Life You, whether you're doing it on your own, finding the ways to physically be in the space and energy of your future self is huge. Because, because when you practice that in your script, you have it just, uh, uh, you were here for like four, I don't even know if it's 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't, maybe it was 48 hours. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Close. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just 48 hours, even if it had actually just been the one middle day, like you're touching it, you're living what you've already scripted. And so getting any part of that is very important in getting that final piece to click and that becomingness to happen in an even faster rate. I didn't even make a connection until just now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and there, I was going to say I should have, um, but I remember thinking that this was right out of my script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just awesome. hadn't connected that I was being my future self. You were. So yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, As we wrap up this interview, anything else on your heart or your mind that you want to make sure to share this week? Um, Did you want to talk about the, it's interesting how we forget where we were. Oh, I was going to ask you, why do you you think that happens? Um, You're a coach now, and I'm sure you see it even in this, what I'll call relatively short time of coaching. When what I mean by short is it doesn't seem like people should forget in six months, but they do. <laughs> they do. Is it because it's no longer their story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and it's proof of how quickly we can change when we stop telling our old stories, you know, so much so that we don't even remember them. 
um, very often, like a lot of times you guys won't remember. And it's just because you're not that person anymore. And when it was hard in the moment, it feels like that moment's going to last forever. But when you're out of the moment and you're living in this new, amazing life, it's amazing. And the thing that we do here, one of the reasons it happens most often here is that, um, sorry, we ended up doing three assignments. So I had alarms set for after the other assignments, um, or uh, three interviews, I mean. (laughs) Um, So when we, when you're here, we're constantly focusing on that next amazing and living into. And so we're not even telling stories of this was hard because it's like, it's hard in the moment you feel it and you move to the next amazing thing. And so the stories that would sometimes become trapped or the things that were really hard, we just, we're focused on the good stuff and, and, and taking that in and living that in a deeper way. And so very often those stories get left behind because you don't also get stuck in the hardness. Whereas a story from childhood or early on in your life that you've been telling your whole life, you're stuck in it and you keep repeating it all the time. But when you go through something that you grow through here, you grow through it and you move on. You're not coming back like, Oh, you know, kind of focusing on it. Well, and I don't think, so just so that listeners know, this was the question that I, I had asked Cassie is it's so interesting how we forget where we were. And I don't think it's on purpose. Can you explain why that is that? I don't think I said that. So <laughs> that's okay. But um, so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And of course I had, <laughs> you did a way better job of explaining, but I would have gotten there. <laughs> you would have gotten there. And I yeah. think it's important to, you know, we're going to start hearing your voice more and more as a coach, as you keep coaching. And, uh, you know, when this comes out, you'll have been coaching for about a year. And so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. All right. Anything else as we wrap up today? No, I, um, I will, I've said this before and I'll say it again, probably forever and eternity, but, um, one of the best investments I ever made in me was joining Enchanted Life University and working with Cassie. Yay. I love it. If you're ready to make that investment, you can go to Enchanted Life U and choose. You're going to pay after you manifest. Do you want to get started with me? Do you want to go all in for five years right off the bat? All of those choices you get to make and you get to make them based on what feels good because we take you where you are when you're ready um, and you, you get to start with what feels really good, not what feels like you're forcing yourself in. So check it out enchanted life you or pay after you manifest.com have a wonderful rest of your day and make sure to come back next week and check out the next chapter in kimberly's manifesting success story the telling of stories is so powerful both to the person telling it and the person receiving it Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com, where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.